Hi everyone, what's up? Welcome back to In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan. If you're new here and I am the host of this podcast, so excited to be bringing you all a new episode this week. I apologize, first of all, for the audio in last week's Fall Bucket List episode. I didn't realize it until I was exporting it, so I only made a note about it in the show notes of the episode. But I was recording in my like community space at my apartment, as I mentioned in the podcast and I think I said sorry if it sounds weird I wasn't expecting it to sound weird but then when I went back and like listened I was like oh my god this sounds kind of weird so sorry about that but um I mean you could understand me there was just like the air was running in the back I guess and you could like really hear that but anyways this is the first podcast I'm recording from my fiance and I's new house that we bought so super exciting new beginnings um we just moved Friday evening and yesterday And I have to make one last trip to the apartment today to drop off our keys and pick up our cleaning supplies So and the stuff in our fridge. Um, So it's so crazy. I cannot believe um, our time in the apartment's done. Like I know I've talked about it a bunch in the podcast recently because I've just been a little bit emo over it, but um, it feels good to be in a new space. I will say there's been some anxiety um, being in a new space because I like change and I love moving, like, not the actual process of moving, but I like having a new space. But I got sick of it over the years, so I know that I'm, like, I'm really happy already knowing that, like, I can do whatever I want with this place. Like, I don't like the lights. I can change them. I don't like the paint. I can change it, that kind of thing. Um, but it's there's definitely just been some anxiety because, like, one, like, we bought, like, an older place. So, like, there's the anxiety of, like, okay, if something breaks, like, it's a little scary and we have warranty so like we bought like a home warranty thing to pay for every month but you know it's just stressful when you never know what can happen and then also just like there we just have like a lot of trees and stuff around us and thankfully we got like exterminators before we moved in and we're gonna pay for that every month and everything but they came and treated like right before we moved in and then I used um home defense on the inside before we moved in and we've seen like so many dead roaches like tree roaches not like the nasty ones but just like the ones that live in trees we've seen so many of those like around the perimeter like of our patio and everything and when we were painting last weekend um I saw two in one of the rooms and I was like I am not gonna be okay if this is like how buggy this place is and it's because it's just like there are just so many trees where I'm at which I'm really thankful for but it's like a double-edged sword because it's like oh I'm out here in nature so there's like trees and armadillos and um roaches and tons of squirrels and lots of bugs and I just kind of have to get used to that and there were tons of roaches downtown too but like obviously being in an apartment building you only see them like right outside the apartment and not like immediately outside your window per se but um yeah anyways that's enough spiel about that but there was just some like anxiety because like I'm just like terrified of bugs and um judge me for that all you want and it's funny because I used to not be that scared of like animals and bugs like in the wild but ever since we had our rat problem in Tuscaloosa, I have been a changed woman and I just simply cannot deal with any sort of little critter. So um, I haven't like been sleeping well like the first two nights here because I've just been so paranoid about that. Um, and I mean, we've had, we've dealt with bug problems in apartments in college and stuff. So it's nothing new. It's just like when you buy a place and it's new, you're just like, okay, like I want, this is new to me. So like, I, I don't really I don't have the scope of everything. But it's been a stressful week because um, our washer and dryer installation, we had to send back because it like basically all the water leaked from the washer the first cycle. So we had to send it back with the delivery people and 
We don't have a washer and dryer yet, but it's coming this week and everything's just kind of all over the place, but it's all good. We're recording from the new place and it's all good. Um, But this week I'm going to be talking about the illusion of control. And I kind of just randomly had this epiphany the other day. And it's so weird how my brain works because some times of life and some periods of time, I swear I'm like so just bent over backwards on the need to feel like things are under my control and I'm like really wanting to be a control freak and I just like am trying to plan for everything um to be prepared for anything that can come my way to anticipate everything I possibly can dwelling on the worst case scenario so that I can prepare myself it's it's a defense mechanism you know like dwelling on the worst case scenario is a defense mechanism for trying to protect yourself from changed or something bad happening or whatever and that's when we really start to trigger like being a control freak is you know when that defense mechanism of just over planning and all that kind of thing kicks in so my brain's like that a lot of the time and then randomly you know like I just have like this switch go off in my brain the other day and I'm just like why like how how is this benefiting me how is me trying to plan for every little thing? How is me dwelling on the worst case scenario? How is me trying to be a control freak over future things benefiting me in any way, shape, or form? And it's like, I've probably said this in a podcast as a piece of advice in the last like few months, but I haven't like digested it and it hasn't hit me. Like I can sit here and speak it, but like I truly do not believe it and feel it sometimes. And that's just like part of like going through life. You know, sometimes you know things to be true but you just can't like even though your brain knows it like your body can't accept it and your like soul can't accept it for some reason and a lot of times you know maybe it's just like external anxiety that keeps you from really being able to accept that um and I think that that's kind of like how things have been for me lately I've just been in this like constant fight or flight like anxious state that like I can't accept anything that might be you know actually be good for me because I'm just so on edge because I just feel like from being on it all the time, it's like, oh, I, this is just like where I have to be at. Um, so we're going to be talking about the illusion of control, but we'll get into it later. It's not so much of anything groundbreaking, but I think that hopefully the perspective I share with you coming from someone who has been a control freak at times in their life and probably has been lately and someone who's been dwelling on the worst case scenarios and really just like trying to have this grasp on what's to come and like what's going to happen in the future how someone like me that's been going through all of that like has this switch like my perspective of now being like I'm over planning I'm over meaning like I'm done with it I'm over doing all the planning and trying to like anticipate everything and dwelling on the worst case and anticipating the worst case I'm done with it. Um, So hopefully this episode's helpful because you're getting both perspectives like from someone who has been on both sides of the coin. And um, I think that it's usually a little bit more digestible to hear things from someone that like can relate to both sides instead of like someone who's just on here who's like, I've never been a control freak in my life, but this is why you shouldn't be a control freak type of thing. So hopefully this is helpful. And like I said, it's nothing groundbreaking. It's more so just like a reminder and hopefully coming from me like, if I've learned anything from consuming content, it's that like you could hear something a million and one times, but sometimes someone just phrases it differently or says it differently, or you receive it on a specific day at a specific time. And it's that a million and one time that 
makes a switch for you and, you know, like really helps you. So, and it's funny because sometimes it has everything to do with the person delivering it, but then sometimes it has everything to do with the state you're in to receive it. So it's just funny because you can hear something so many times and, you know, that's what I'm hoping with this episode is that it at least helps somebody and whether it's your first time hearing something like this or your 50th or 100th, hopefully it gets through to you and helps you because I am kind of at a place where I'm just accepting this now. So, um, and I'm sure I'll go through many phases of my life where, I'm a control freak once again, and I think that I tend to just like slip into that state when I anticipate a lot of change coming or when I know a lot of change is coming or when I'm really uncomfortable in my current situation. And that has been a true testament of my situation the last couple months because, you know, I've been really uncomfortable um, with my job and just my mental health because of that. And I've known that I was about to be moving, potentially buying a house which for the first time, which is a huge decision and it's an extremely scary process to go through for the first time and knew all that change was coming and also at the same time was you know I've been battling just like horrible mental health and really just like not doing too great and extreme burnout and really like getting exhausted from feeling like I'm you know living just completely like two or three different lives because of the person I am for my full-time job the person I am trying to be and want to be for being a content creator and also just like trying to like be a person that's present in their everyday life and not be so like methodical and planned out with every single thing I do and actually allow myself to have time to like do nothing at times. So trying to figure all that out on top of all the changes that I knew was coming put me in this state of like, let me try to, you know, gather as many things that I can inside my circle of control. So I was, because of that franticness and that state of anxiety, I'm sitting here reaching, like I'm sitting in my little circle of control and I'm sitting here reaching outside of my circle of control, trying to pull things that will never be in my circle of control into my circle of control. So basically like I envision it of me like sitting down, pulling all these bungee cords and trying to get them into my circle of control. But because they're things that are outside of my control and they always have been and always will be, they just bounce back. And I'm sitting here and I've just been like, tugging at them trying to get them in because I've been so anxious and I'm like I need to control as much as I can because I can feel all this change coming and I'm so uncomfortable right now so like how can I make myself feel more comfortable know what's going to happen next or have control over my current circumstances so I'm sitting here grabbing at things that there's no way shape or form that I can you know actually control the outcome of like I can do things to the best of my ability to try to figure those things out and try to like do all I can to make sure that those things happen. But at the end of the day, I can't guarantee myself that every little step I do is going to result in the outcome I want it to. So I've just been sitting here pulling at all these bungee cords, trying to get them in my circle of control when they don't belong there in the first place and they never will. Um, And that's kind of the uh, image I want to put in your head for the way things have been. And now I'm just going to let those bungee cords hang and I'm just going to chill in my circle of control and let it be that and instead of like which I'm not saying I'm no longer in an anxious state so that's why I'm like chill I still am but I think I've just had this now that I've gone through a lot of the change like okay I bought the house I've moved I'm I like tried something new at work like I've done all these things and now it's like the anxiety is still there but it's sort of just like I'm not anticipating it anymore if that makes sense so I feel like that kind of helped me switch my perspective of being a control freak and thinking of the things I can control. So anyways, that was a really long spiel and intro for the episode, but um, I want to go ahead and get into the quote gold and gratitude this week before we dive into it anymore. 
But the quote of it from this week is from Pinterest, and it says, in order to love who you are, you cannot hate the experiences that shaped you. And I really love this. I think it's a beautiful quote and really liberating for those of us who um, are very overly self-critical. And I think we all go through phases where we're more self-critical than we are you know, on a typical day-to-day. And I find myself um, really like struggling with that a lot of times. And um, I think that sometimes I sit here and I'm like, man, if I just like would have done this differently, if I would have made this decision differently, or if I just would have, you know, I don't know, if I just would have said yes to this or said no to that, like I'd be somewhere different right now and I'll beat myself up over something I can't change that something that happened in the past. I think one of the biggest and like most overlooked steps to achieving self-confidence is, you know, accepting the current version of you and accepting all of the decisions you've made, all the choices you've made and everything that's happened to you in the past or happened for you as is and not trying to dwell on it or change it. And I think that that's where so much self-confidence gets lost and beat up is in, you know, hating everything that shaped you. And I think that that's one of the biggest keys really to achieving just like a healthy level of self-love and confidence and self-esteem because you can't hate the things that shaped you because they made you who you are in the present day and how are you ever going to love yourself and love who you are if you're hating everything that got you to where you are today. Um, so I just really liked that and I thought it was a beautiful quote. So my goal for this week is to chill. So thank God tomorrow is the last deadline of the year for me for my full-time job um there's just so many deadlines and it just like feels never ending but thankfully after this the last like true like federal deadline I'll have is March 15th or the not the last the next one I'll have is March 15th from here um but I'll have other like internal deadlines that I'll have to meet like in January and stuff and then like other little things like for um provisions I work on and things like that that are like internal but like the federal deadlines are like when things are like usually like most crazy because the internal deadlines it's like oh it's only for like this one thing so it's like a lot less stressful for just the internal stuff but I'm so looking forward to November and December and the rest of this month because they should be way more chill for me for work and um I have like exciting plans for the rest of the year but I'm so nervous that the time's just gonna like fly by like I know the time's gonna fly by I can literally feel January like here and I, I think it's crazy, but um, it's going to fly by and I am really just wanting to chill this week because honestly, since we started touring homes, um, it's just been nonstop for me. And really, it's been nonstop for me since before that because basically like we traveled the entire month of July every weekend and then in August every weekend we were spending, you know, driving all over Houston, touring places every single weekend and um august was really busy for me for work and so is september or most of september and um because i had a september 15th deadline and it was hell and then um the last two weeks of september weren't bad and then first two weeks of october have been insane because i've been packing the apartment slowly bringing stuff over to the new place closing on our home and i had an internal project that i was working on at work for the first time so it was all new stuff and it was like really a very anxious time because I was starting something new and I was literally told like how you perform in this like you have a lot of eyes on you basically so like when someone tells you that going into something you've never done before it's like oh the pressure's on so it's like and it went really great like I actually really loved what I did the team I worked with was amazing 
Um, and it was just like something that I'll be doing like quarterly and um, it only lasts like two weeks. So it was really great, but it, there was like, it was really stressful because I'm like, I'm trying to move, I'm trying to pack. And I also have this new thing at work. I'm trying to like make sure I can exercise for like my mental health and um, wasn't able to do all of that. And it was just craziness. And um, on top of that, I have this deadline that's tomorrow, like this federal deadline. So I'm just like, okay, very fun. But um, thankfully, I only have, I'm only on two engagements that have a deadline for tomorrow. And like one of them's basically done and the other one's been done since like summer. So I didn't have like any work for it the last like two months really. Um, So that's that. But my goal is just to chill because long story short, things have been absolutely nuts since the last week of June. And it's just flown by since then. Um, Like it feels like it was July yesterday and it's October now. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, But it's just flown by. So I haven't really had a chance to chill. And I'm like really wanting to like soak up this holiday season and like relax as much as I can. But at the same time, I've got to start wedding planning. (laughs) And I'm trying to settle into this home and I have like trips and stuff. So and I like really want to take advantage of having more time um, outside of work for YouTube and stuff. So I'm just like, oh my word, it just never freaking slows down. Um, but I really just want to chill this week. And like, when I say chill, I don't mean like, I want to just like do nothing because I want to do stuff. I just want to like take, take it easy. That's the motto this week. It's take it easy. I really just want to like take my time getting things settled. Cause I feel like I like rush to try and like get new places settled so that they can feel like home as soon as possible. But like I'm in my, like, there's no rush. Like we bought this place. Like I don't have to leave in 12 months. So it's not like I'm trying to like maximize the amount of time I can enjoy the space being fully decorated and stuff. So like I can really take my time and we've honestly made a ton of progress because we've had a lot of help from like Griffin's family. So, and my mom helped with like painting last week instead of my friend Savannah. So like that helped a lot. And, um, I'm thankful for the help we've had. And I just want to like take my time getting settled. I want to like enjoy the process of like looking for things like I don't want to just like settle on buying something for the place just because like I want to have it really just like take it easy one step at a time um and not be freaking out every day because that's how the last bit has been and on top of that I was like on my period last week and I was just like this is just not not a good time at all and um yeah we're just we're just trying to take it easy and it should be easier too because the like two weeks after my period I'm like a lot more of a mellow person but it's like in that like third week when I get to like week two and a half after my period or like three that's when like all my irrational thinking and my brain starts to do like some really weird crap like (laughs) I don't even know what's going on up there like in my week before my period and the week of it is like a freaking zoo um anyways my gratitude for this week I am so grateful for this deadline to be almost over and I'm so grateful to be in a new home and I can't express a new gratitude, enough gratitude for you all for listening because I mean you all supporting me here on Instagram, on YouTube, whatever means the world to me because it allows me to, I mean, be in this position I'm in where I'm able to, you know, buy a house with my fiance and I, we wouldn't be able to do it um, if, you know, I didn't have this dual income situation or really where there's three incomes because it's my fiance and then my two incomes from, which I say two, it's really like more than two, but I lump everything from YouTube like together into one when I'm speaking about it. So I can't express enough gratitude because y'all, I mean, truly like are the ones who help make this possible. Um, and I'm just really thankful because this, you know, isn't something that it's something I've always been scared of. Um, 
And as someone, like, my parents, like, moved a lot when I was younger. Like, we didn't, like, move a ton time, but we moved houses a lot. And homeownership's just always been kind of, like, daunting to me. And I just didn't really think it would be something that would be possible um, at this point in my life. And I just, if you would have asked me five years ago where I'd be right now, I wouldn't have told you I'd, you know, own a home with my fiance. Like, what? That's so crazy. Um, But I'm really thankful for it. And um, I'm hoping, you know, that it's just like uh, a good step into, you know, like planting some roots and like establishing a life here and like making this place feel more like home because I have been struggling so much with missing um, home in my college town and I'm hoping that like actually having a place to like truly call home here that doesn't feel temporary um, helps with those feelings because it's hard. It's just part of growing up and being an adult and moving away like far away from home. So I'm really looking forward to finally, you know, having somewhere to like really start like planting some roots and like somewhere we can live longer than a year and that kind of thing. So I'm really grateful for you all and really grateful that um, we're in this position right now and we were able to do this. But let's go ahead and get into the episode now that we've covered the quote goal and gratitude. So basically when I had the switch flip the other day, I just kind of like, I was like sitting down and I was just like, I'm so over planning for things and not necessarily like, okay, when I say planning, I'm not talking about like to-do lists and keeping track of what needs to get done. Like, don't get me wrong. I will always have a to-do list running at any given moment because I just, there's a lot going on. So I always need to keep track of everything and I'll always have things on my calendar. So I don't like forget about them. I'm not, when I say planning, I'm not really talking about the daily to-dos and the keeping track of the appointments and the things I need to do for work. And like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like forward thinking planning. I'm so over the whole like, oh, I want this to happen like at this point next year and dwelling on that so much. Basically, if I get too wrapped up and caught up in the idea of something happening and counting on something happening, it destroys my my present day peace. So for example, like I can't be someone and this is going to be subjective like this is completely different for everyone like maybe you are like a hardcore manifester and like you live and breathe and die by it but like I just personally don't think that that's healthy for me and for any control freak and maybe you're someone who's like well I am a control freak and doing stuff like that and like setting these you know getting really set and really planning for this one thing to happen in the future helps my sense of being a control freak. Well, good for you, but that's like not (laughs) my case at all. I find that, you know, and I'm not somebody who is into that, I guess you could say. And I don't want to say into that, but like, because that sounds judgy. I'm not judging. I'm just saying like, I'm not somebody who practices that, I guess. And I just don't, don't do that. But I think that modern day, like with, you know, um, social media and everything you like feel this pressure to be like oh I need to keep this journal and like write down all the things that I want to happen and need to happen type of thing and don't get me wrong I think like writing out your goals 100% agree with that and like think that it's really helpful for visualizing and also for like perspective when looking back on it and everything but as far as like getting really fixated on the most like certain and specific scenarios it really destroys my present day peace and I think that it can be 
helpful, like I said, for visualizing. Like maybe you just write it out once to just like create the visual concept for yourself, but you don't dwell on it any more than that. I just truly can't be someone to do all of these super specific, like I want this to happen at this time next year, like, or whatever it may be. Like maybe say it's, I am, you know, going to have this super specific detailed, like I want this specific job. I want to like build this specific home at like this time of this next year or whatever, or in three years, whatever it may be, because Yes, it like helps you establish something to work for and a goal, but you can set goals without like destroying your present day peace. And I, I personally find that it destroys my peace in the current day. And maybe it does it for you and that's great, but I'm more so saying this for the people. If you're like really just like trying to, you know, have control over this super ideal optimal outcome and you are finding that, you know, you're so caught up on making sure that happens, you might need to reevaluate and see if that's like the most healthy goal setting mechanism for you. Because I just don't think, I think to a certain extent, like certain levels of planning slash manifesting slash whatever you want to call it, they can get too detailed for someone that gets really caught up in having things under their control and everything. And as a result, that's going to, you know, cause you more stress in the moment and in the present day. And I think it can be more helpful to focus on doing instead of planning. So like instead of, I think planning is sort of a method of procrastination and it's just like a way for us to sort of put off doing things we feel a little scared to do and things that make us uncomfortable. So if we can just shift our focus to like actually taking action and making decisions and doing things instead of being so obsessed with the planning and the buildup and the anticipation of whatever it is that you may want. I think that that in the long run allows you to keep as much present day peace as you possibly can while still, you know, hopefully achieving those goals you have. And it keeps you from getting so fixated on a specific outcome and helps you to be a lot more accepting and open armed to any positive outcome because that's the thing like we we fixate on like the most optimal positive outcome and we may think that that's the most optimal outcome for ourselves but in fixating on that we are completely blinding ourselves and not even turning an eye to like these 50,000 other possible outcomes that are also positive and really great we just can't tell from our present day perspective that they are good outcomes for us. We think that this one that we fixated on is best for us when in reality, there's so there's more than one good outcome. There's good outcomes and there's bad outcomes and there's a million good outcomes and there's a million bad outcomes for every situation. But, you know, hindsight's 50-50 and hindsight's 50-50. Oh my gosh, what am I saying? Hindsight's 20-20 and we may not t- be able to tell that the outcome of something it's going to be good. Like right now, today, you may think that if this if this is the job I get, it's going to be the end of the world and it's not going to be any good for me. How do you know that? You know, like it may be the best thing that's happened to you, but you're not going to know until you've been in it and you've lived in it. And, you know, you're going to, you may be sitting here like, okay, I have these two jobs I interviewed for. 
one of them, if I get it, it's going to be the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm going to love my life. I'm going to love my job. Everything's going to be great. And then you're thinking about the other one and you're like, this isn't going to be good for me. Um, and it's just not what I need and not what I want. And maybe you feel like you know that, but it's like, do you actually know that? You know, you're just fixating on the one that looks the best at the present day moment, but you don't really know if that's what's best for you. So that's kind of like the point I'm trying to make. Whereas if if you just focus on just making the decisions and doing the things instead of trying to be so methodical and if I do this and then do this and then make sure I get X, Y, and Z done after I do all of these preliminary steps, then I will finally set myself up with the perfect path to achieve this very specific outcome. Like when in life have you ever been able to be that methodical, plan out every single little step and you know just check the boxes along the way and then get the exact outcome that you wanted because you did everything that you needed to do in order to get that outcome? That almost never happens because either one of the steps along the way ends up having a curveball or something changes or you can't get it done or whatever, or you do all of those things and everything goes perfectly and then you get an entirely different outcome. Like you never know what can happen and you can do everything right, but something can always go wrong at any second. So it's like, why get so fixated on these outcomes and set yourself up for this disappointment when things don't go the way you want them to? And it really just, you're stealing so much of your present day peace because you're trying to be so methodical about the future, about an, an about an outcome that's not even guaranteed for you. And it sets yourself up for disappointment in the future. And it puts yourself in a position where you can't take in any of the present moment because you're so caught up in making sure you're doing all the steps to achieve the specific outcome and doing all the things to keep things in your control. And it's all about like when when I look at it from like a bird's eye view, I'm like this is all this illusion of control. And that's like why I wanted to title the episode this because it's like oh, if I do all of these things, it's under my control. Therefore, exactly what I want will happen. But it's an illusion. Like just because you're doing all of those things doesn't mean what you want to happen is going to happen and doesn't mean that, you know, things are actually in your control. Just because you think they are because you're doing the things that technically should get you to where you want to be, that doesn't mean that that's exactly what's going to happen. And I think we all know that because I think we've all been through something where we have done everything we possibly needed to and it still did not result in the outcome we thought it would and that we wanted and that we expected and we set ourselves up for disappointment in doing so and we totally lost so much peace because we were so caught up in making sure we did all those things because we were just chasing this thing in the future without giving any regard to the present day moment and the peace that we could be experiencing in the present day if we weren't so caught up on this illusion of control and having things under our control and I think that my being in such a high state of anxiety and finally like getting through these things that I knew were changing and then you know getting past something new at work put me in this position to be on the other side where I was like okay I was in this like really anxious state and I was trying to like make sure everything was under my control and now it's like okay I'm on the other side of this and I can see that you know it's really just this illusion of control when I'm in these like really anxious states I'm trying to like get as much under my control as I possibly can, but it's really an illusion because no matter, you know, if I do everything right in preparing to buy a home, that doesn't mean at the end of the day, I'm going to be able to buy one because anything can happen to the market. Anything can happen in life to throw me a curveball to where I'm not in a position to buy a home anymore. Anything can happen and, you know, whatever, like it could be anything. You know, I, I saved the money. I did the research. I did the planning and 
my fiance and I got together and we figured out what we could afford and we figured out all this stuff we could do. And at the end of the day, you know, anything could happen to where we couldn't, we could have potentially done all that planning and tried to keep everything under our control. And at the very end of the day, you know, anything could have happened to have like changed that in a second to where we wouldn't be able to get somewhere in time with our lease being up and like stuff like that. So now I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, all these things have happened and I can see that I was so anxious and in order to try to like curb that anxiety and curb my feelings of discomfort, I was like, what can I try to get under my control? And in doing so, I was causing so much more anxiety for myself because I was trying to control all these things that were just, just were not under my control at all. You know, like I was trying to I was really obsessing over making sure that like we got the outcome of getting a place that we wanted and just doing all of these things that ultimately ultimately at the end of the day weren't under my control. And now I can see, you know, the more that I try to plan and like make sure I have this methodical step by step by step thing and have this pathway to the perfect outcome, the more I'm destroying my peace in the present moment. And I had that realization because There's no peace that can be found in excessive or over-planning since we ultimately can't determine at the end of the day what will or will not happen. And I think there's a healthy amount of planning and a healthy amount of goal setting, but it's when you start getting really obsessed in the details and start getting really obsessed and attached to a specific outcome that things start to just sort of go south because you're like, oh, this is you know, this is the only thing I'm accepting because it's what I'm fixated on. And that's what it turns into. You know, you start planning for it, but then you fixate on it, on it, and then it becomes the only thing you'll accept. And then you get to the point where it's like, it's this or nothing else. If this doesn't happen, it's the end of the world for me, and I'm not going to be happy, and it's going to ruin everything. And you sort of end up sliding into that mindset accidentally. And that's just not a healthy mindset to be in because you find a lot more peace being accepting of multiple outcomes and being accepting of the fact that there's so much that's not in our control and it's okay if things don't go the exact way we planned. And I think I'm at some so much more of a state of peace right now, like sitting here thinking, you know what, like, I don't really know where I'm going to be in a few months or in a year, but I'm accepting that, you know, there's multiple different outcomes. There's many different things that can happen. And as long as I just give my best each day, whatever that best looks like, and I don't sit here and tell myself, if this doesn't happen, it's the end of the world. Or if I don't get this, or if I don't end up in this career, or this doesn't happen, there's no way I'll be happy. Because sitting here telling myself that, I am like closing so many doors and opportunities that I haven't even given a chance because I'm not being accepting of different outcomes that... I don't know where positive outcomes for me or I don't know could be good change for me or could be good because I'm so fixated on one thing. So I'm kind of in a position now where I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to focus on doing. And instead of sitting here trying to plan every little step to make sure that this happens at the end of the day or this doesn't happen at the end of the day, I'm accepting that (laughs) not everything is inside of my control as much as I want it to be. And it's liberating feeling, like thinking that and realizing it and having that realization that, you know, no no matter how much I sit here and I prepare for the worst and dwell on the worst case scenario um, as a defense mechanism to try to protect myself from anything bad happening and try to keep myself safe, at the end of the day, I can sit here and stress about all those things. I can dwell on the worst case scenario and really slip into this really pessimistic mindset over everything all the time. But I... I'm not going to be able to control it at the end of the day. 
and I it's outside of my control and no matter how much I plan for all of that things can happen at any moment and part of accepting that I don't have control over a lot of things no matter how much I dwell on that worst case scenario it allows me to accept positive scenarios and accept best case scenarios because when I'm sitting here dwelling on the worst case scenario I end up fixating on that so it can be it can be on both sides you know like you can fixate on a positive outcome and do everything you can to try to get that to happen and it not happen and you can also dwell on only worst case scenarios and be really fixated on that to try and do everything you can to make sure that doesn't happen but that doesn't mean it will or won't happen on either side. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like the pessimists are on the side of the worst-case scenario trying to protect themselves and do everything they can to protect themselves from the worst thing happening. Um, and then the optimists and their times of being a control freak, they're on the other side of it where it's like I'm doing all I can to make sure the best thing happens. But when we fixate on those outcomes, those really specific outcomes and that one thing that we want to happen or the one thing we don't want to happen and we're trying to protect ourselves from it or we're trying to achieve it, we're really just, you know, closing a lot of doors of opportunity that we could see in the present moment if we weren't so caught up on making sure something does or doesn't happen. And that's what I mean by like, it's an illusion of control. It's stealing our present day peace and our present day clarity from being able to make good decisions for ourselves and be able to see, you know, the potential that a decision may have down the long run. Because when we're so fixated on the best case scenario happening or protecting ourselves from the worst case scenario happening, we really start to lose sight of, okay, this, I feel like it all turns into this short-term thinking because we're just so fixated on making sure something does or doesn't happen that we lose sight of the long run. So we lose sight of, oh, this is going to be really hard temporarily and this is going to be hard right now, but it's going to provide me this exponential benefit in the future and it'll be worth it. And I feel like we lose that perspective when we're so fixated on making sure something does or doesn't happen because we're putting all our eggs in that basket and you know, really just doing all we can to keep that in our control. And it completely, we just completely become blind to all of the other potential opportunities. And I know I've said that like 50 times in this episode, but I'm like just really trying to emphasize that no matter which side of the coin you're on, whether you're, you know, an optimist and you're trying to just really make sure all you have all your ducks in a row for the best possible outcome to happen, or you're a pessimist and you're doing all you can to protect yourself from the worst, you're not going to be able to control it at the end of the day. And there's a lot more peace found in accepting that and accepting that, you know, that this may happen, but you know what? Maybe it'll be a good thing in the long run if it's a bad thing that happens to me. Or the best possible thing can happen. Great. Show me how good it can get. That kind of thing. Like you can have two attitudes about it um, and have like a healthy, optimistic outlook on things when you let go of the control and you can be more accepting of any potential scenario. And it reminds me of that TikTok that like went around where that girl, that sound was like, oh, like just be utterly delusional and just like, believe that the absolute best can happen to you. And yes, I absolutely agree with that. You know, I agree with the whole show me how good it can get. And I agree with the whole, um, I just believe that all the best possible things will happen to you. Because I truly think that the way you think does influence, you know, what happens in your life and it influences your mindset on things and influences your actions 110%. But at the same time, you know, believe the best will happen to you, but be accepting of any outcome because, the more accepting you are of it today, the more peace you can keep today so that you'll 
you know, be in a position to accept anything that does come at you instead of only being accepting of the best possible outcomes. If you're also accepting of the worst, but not necessarily like expecting them to happen, you know, you can maybe see that there's a positive and something not so that you think isn't so great happening to you. And I think that if you can sit here and believe that the best possible things can happen for you, that's really great. And that's really, I feel like healthy and awesome that you can think that optimistically, but just be accepting of any possible outcome because I just don't want anyone to get so fixated on oh only the best possible things can happen to me because you're bound to get let down and you're bound to get you know something something's bound to happen and that's outside of your control basically and the more you can accept that today the more you'll be okay with it when it happens and I'm not sitting here trying to like burst anyone's bubble and say like you can't be an optimist and you can't believe the best will happen to you no like I literally just I was just saying I absolutely believe that's true and I think it's so good to like sit there and have that like delusional positivity but you don't want to be so delusional and positive that you're ignorant to the fact that like life does happen and things are outside of our control I guess so I'm kind of like touching a lot of bases here with control and with mindset and everything but I really just wanted to emphasize that we may think that you know hyper fixating on all this planning and making sure all these steps is positive and it's productive and it's good for us just take a step back and try to look at things from a bird's eye view and just like really ask yourself is this doing good for me or am I becoming a control freak over making sure that I'm trying to make sure this happens or I'm trying to protect myself from this not happening because that's kind of how I realized I've been with like finances lately and just like with life like with my career and everything I feel like I've just been trying to protect myself from the worst and not allowing myself to believe the best for myself and in turn you know not allowing myself to be open to good to happen to me for finances I feel like because of like this pending fear of like recession and like just my financial insecurity that I've had from growing up it's put me in this position of believing that I can't, you know, be in this position of good for myself. And I'm almost like subjecting myself to be in this state of fear for forever. But when I can sit here and accept like, yes, things are outside of my control, but no matter how much I plan and try to be prepared for the worst financially, which it's good to be prepared and it's good to plan. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying if you get so obsessed with that, and get, you know, in that state of the defense mechanism and trying to protect yourself, you're just putting yourself in a position where you're not really allowing yourself to believe that the good can happen. And you're, you know, just trying to control things so much when, you know, no no amount of planning can protect you from like everything utterly collapsing. And I know that's probably really negative of me to say I'm pessimistic, but it's just me trying to like put in perspective like you can do everything you were supposed to and it's not necessarily going to mean you're safe um and it's still important to you know plan and I'm like I said I'm not saying don't plan I'm saying yes those things are good but just take a look at it from an aerial view and ask yourself is this stealing is me doing all of this planning stealing my present day peace and joy like is it keeping me from enjoying where I'm at right now is it keeping me from accepting other outcomes and is it you know keeping me from being in a position where I I feel like I can healthily achieve this goal or healthily you know do whatever it is because I think that there's this really fine line that tends to get crossed on accident by people who tend to be a little bit more anxious or tend to be a little bit more control freaks where you start getting obsessive over whatever the outcome is or whatever you don't want it to be 
And that's when you start to lose your present day peace. And that's when you start to try to control things that ultimately never have been and never will be inside of your control. And that's all I have to share with you all today. And I hope you all enjoyed it. And I hope it was like eye opening for some of you. And I hope that I hope that it was like received well because I know I like touched a lot of bases here and like it's just funny because sometimes you can like say something and if somebody like happens to zone out for part of it and then they zone back in at a part where it's where I'm saying you know don't plan for it doesn't matter like you can plan for everything and then everything will collapse like and that's all they hear they're gonna take it and be like wow that was so negative but like please listen to the full thing because I'm that's not what I'm like trying to say if you know what I mean I always get so worried about that but at the end of the day like I'm just doing my best here to like try and deliver some words of wisdom from my little messed up brain over here. So hopefully um, it was helpful for you all and insightful and gave you a little bit of perspective when it comes to being a control freak and like slipping into control freak stages when you're in a high state of anxiety and realizing that, you know, sometimes too much planning, too much of anything can be a bad thing. And I think we all know that, you know, something can be really great and then you overkill it and all of a sudden it's not great anymore and I feel like that's exactly how planning can be and that's exactly how the whole manifesting thing can be and that's how a lot of forward focused thinking can be and turn into if you're not careful with it so just wanted to remind you all of that and hopefully give you some perspective but thank you so much for listening be sure to join in bloom podcast facebook group and um follow in bloom podcast on instagram follow me on instagram if you want and, and I will talk to you all next week